The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Okay, so uh, review of Tehillim 1, according to Miri. Okay, so we did most of his commentary in the first Pesach. He did two interpretations, one of which treated um, Leitzim, Chatanim, uh, and Roshanim as synonymous. That was Chazal. Uh, but it did say that, um, oh, yeah, did you want the English I had? Oh, sure. I mean, you can take that off, though. But, um, I just want to have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, what do you call it? Um, it was, uh, the, so the question Chazal asked is, if you don't walk, then how are you going to stand? If you don't stand, how are you going to sit? So the answer was, if you walk, ultimately you'll stand, and if you stand, ultimately you'll sit. And the idea that we said, so the question was why, and the idea that we said was, you'll hang out with them in the justification that that's not me, I'm not that kind of person, then that's going to cause you to uh, identify with them, which will make you start to doing their actions, then you'll just draw a line and say, well, I might be doing this, but I'm not that kind of person, and then you'll keep on going and going, and then it'll, uh, before you know it, you'll, you're like them. Um, okay, and then he, the Meiri gave his interpretation, which is that, um, there is a difference between Rashaim, Chataim, and Leitim. First of all, the public is not telling you to not be a Russia, a Chote, or a Leit in the literal sense, because he says the public doesn't need to praise someone for not being a Kofer or a Min or something like that. So that's what prompted him to learn these in different ways. And I, I, I don't think I articulated that well last time, but that's what, that question is what prompted him to give these weird interpretations. So Russia is someone who is chasing after money which he then later expanded and that is, uh, also includes success and dominance and authority. Bote is someone who is involved in the world of taiva and pleasure, that's mutter. And then Leitim are people who are involved in like time-wasting, mocking, you know, uh, in, you know, talking about nonsense. Apparently not Lushan Hara though, not like that kind of late, but that would fall into the problem of you don't need to praise someone for not sitting, you know? So it's praising people who are, not involved even in those things, but instead they devote all of their energy to uh, to Torah, which he didn't explain yet. Say the three things. Uh, Russia is money and success uh, and power. Kote is uh, pleasures and indulgences uh, and, and Hana. And then late is things that are a waste of time and just being unproductive in like, you know, uh, as Ryan Moss would say, playing tiddly winks. Yeah, that's the uh, that's his thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that the motion for playing Tiddlywinks? Uh, have you not played Tiddlywinks? What is that? Oh, it's a game uh, that they used to play in the old days. I think you involves. I, I think involves flicking, like imagine guitar picks. Mm. I think that's that's what Tiddlywinks looks like, and like you flick it into like I don't know if it's a receptacle or something, but that's why Moscow is a synonym for like wasting time, just playing <laughs> Tiddlywinks. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So we were on page uh, Nun. Uh, Bayes. Uh, and it was in the Meiri. Nope, we were past that. Oh, I didn't ask what Burgence means. Nah. Yeah, okay. We're on uh, Nun Gimel, and I think we were at the paragraph break. Oh, one other point is he said that these three represent the three ways that people get caught up in the in the Olam. In the dark olam, and it says either one, two, or three. It's not like it's it's not like you're either a a, a money guy or a taiva guy. You could be both, you know, uh, or all three. Okay, so we're at the achazen nire, the bottom of the right column. The achazen nire shaloshin halifa lo nemar a halifa haregel. So after this, it, it's apparent that the uh, the uh, the lesson of walking does not refer to foot walking. Which according to Chazal, it did. 
Yeah. Right, like various ways of associating with them, of like he topic, but you know, uh, uh, of, of he stopped with or whatever the word Wait, he used. Sure, Chazal said sitting was the most severe. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So walking is not walking of the foot of on foot of Achizas Hadrafim Bahan Hagos of Bahan He he's uh, on, yeah. So it's on clinging to their ways. And behavior completely. Since the Rashaim, the word Rashaim here is said about merchants and those who toil in making profit, um, that's why it, it, it used a lot in Eta, uh, which we talked about this morning, Eta, right? It's not an empty thing. Oh, that's like just our puzzle this morning, right? Mitun and, uh, yeah, uh, deliberation. Ah. Yeah, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so in other words, he's saying, why does it say Eta? Because that's how the money people make their money, through Eta, mm. you know, through like practical strategies. Uh, he's saying it's not like a, it's, it's not like there's no truth. But... It's not like what? Uh, I think he means it's not like a, a, a like a empty like it's not like you just like go hey let's just make money and then you just like pull the jackpot lever and get money. I think he means like you actually it actually has like substance and chokhmah in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so so he's saying what he and so he's saying practically is how are you going to get drawn up into the world of money making through these people drawing you into their schemes and their not schemes is the wrong word because it's not necessarily evil, but it's like through their, 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 uh, their money-making plans, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, I don't think these are important points, but I, I want to read it for the sake of thoroughness. It's praising the guy who did not cling to their ways completely to the point where he's like them. I, 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 this is very poetic language here. He strives in the catch for himself and for his household until his time passes in a, in an honorable manner. I don't know if that means until he dies. I think it means until he dies, right? I mean, until the end of his life. Until he goes and uh, and no more. To give his soul its proper amount. So he doesn't throw behind its back, his back. He doesn't give it, he doesn't make his soul into a degraded maidservant in service of the lusting after money and wealth and property. See, oh, interesting thing. So why is he talking about this guy? This guy who's like looking for the amount, the proper amount for his family and like not going beyond what he needs. He's not saying that you shouldn't pursue money. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, that, that's good deal. Right, right. So what, what he's doing, uh, the way I'm perceiving it, is he's making this into a Michelin Pazak. He's giving you two sides. You know, uh, so like if you're not following after them, so then what are you doing? What's the opposite? So he's saying the opposite is not giving up money completely. The opposite is making enough money to satisfy your practical needs and not your your monetary like success fantasies. And then being involved in in Torah Hashem, you know, for the rest of that, yeah. So it's adding clarity by making by Mishleifying it, yeah. 
I think I noticed yesterday. I think when I type in the letter M on my phone, the three autofill options that come are Michelet, Michelaic, and Michelaicly. <laughs> yeah. What was that? There's no there No, no. That's all you need. Um, okay. So then, so that means this is a little harder because I feel like standing is not the verb I would associate with going after taivas, right? Yeah. I mean, I would also use halifa, just not eta, I guess. Yeah. You know, sitting maybe, but yeah. Let's go stand ourselves at a good party. Like, I don't know, like, what's the, what's the, let's see, I'm curious how he, how he uh, I forgot how he translate this. Or explained it. So, uh, so that's about the people who are drawn after their yetzer and chase after taiva and enjoyments. Lo amad, lonis akev. They don't. Oh, okay. So they don't um, delay or hold back. From the lashon of of lasting for many days. So they don't last in taiva, meaning like or like have a lasting um, connection to it. Uh, let's just read this full explanation. Veshibu shalonis akev hahan haga. So he's praising this in the fact that they don't. Like tarry or whatever in the in that behavior, to the point where they are drawn after it in a uh, pleasure-seeking excess way. They take w- w- from it what is necessary alone. So that's in terms of. So it's interesting because it's not even talking about like eating the bare minimum food. He, I think he is talking about hanaa, mm-hmm. right? You do need a certain amount of hanaa in life, you know. And so they take that amount, and then and then that's it. So that's the opposite of that. So it's not like, so again, this is a different picture than we saw from what it sounded like when you introduced the idea of being porish midarche ha'olam. Yeah. You know, uh, this does not mean being porish legamre, which we're going to see, uh, who knows when, in Ramam Paragimel, mm. in Deus, yeah. Mm. Um, this is the middle path. This is the middle path. Yes. Very good. Very good. Um, um, you know why it doesn't mention angry people? Because their life is not alive. What? Oh, did we? No, not that one. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, I guess Joe planted Mark Twain in my head uh, because I, I didn't see this inside, but Johnny told me a thing with Mark Twain. You know what I'm going to say? Planted those. Oh. <laughs> Johnny told me this thing about Mark Twain that um, that he, Mark Twain had a theory about humor because obviously he was a humorist, you know? So he was at a party and he told a, he like he told a joke. He made a funny comment, you know? And like people laughed, you know? Then he like made the joke again, like very soon after. And like people like, like kind of like, ha ha, like laugh. And he made the joke a third time and people were like, what's going on? And he made the joke a fourth time and then, like, like there was like weird reactions, like angry, like, like, and then he made it a fifth time, and then he made it, sixth, and then people just started laughing like crazy. There was this like, like phenomenon of, and I don't know what I don't know if it was like pushing through the psychological barrier or not barrier, but like it's tickling your psyche in some way, right? And like you satisfy it on one level, and then there must be some like meta way to connect to connect to that same thing again, but in a different level. I'm just mentioning that because I feel like it does work sometimes to make the same joke over and over and over again, uh, where it like gets very, very funny. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, there's definitely a phenomenon of like referencing a joke. Yes, that's that. definitely true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And running jokes, right. running jokes in like like yeah. like TV shows and stuff is definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, I think though that referencing jokes and running jokes are often 
the cume in that is not so much the humor, it's the the camaraderie, yeah. like the connection with the other person, yeah. you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, but but there might be something else there also. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like all of the sheer jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comic sections. <laughs> that was an oldie. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to on, on down. Yeah. yeah, it also makes people feel excluded. Yeah. Okay. Um uh no, but that's a Raya though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the connectivity that made, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um the Amar Ahar Kane uh Shibamosh of Latin. Which they use this technique, <laughs> right, <laughs> to draw people in. Vuhush in sorech laadam han hagasam. Yeah, that wasn't funny. Just a couple more times. Um, they uh, there's no need in for a person for their their conduct. Lo yashav klal. Oh, so that he is saying you have to completely abstain. Okay, from the from lacing. Uh, Klomar, yeah. So do they, with the um, optical value, you do in a, like, directed for a proper thing? Yeah. Optical value, you do, you do the directed for a proper thing? Right. So you're the only fully involved about that? Yeah. Um, and then with the Sophanium, you uh, do the middle path, and with the you do, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, just, all, I'm just thinking all the conic section memes that we made in reference to that joke for years. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, you uh, say say what you said again. I, I was uh, I was thinking about other other. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go back to the the spectrum from around here. Okay. So you have you have the you have the opposite ends of the like. Of like your involvement in the thing, right? So for each of these, for each for the Rishayim, Chathayim, and Mason, for each of them, they're all the, the bad person in the the segment is on one extreme, right? Um, but it's for Rishayim, you're you're close but not on the extreme. But not exactly close, but you're close. That like you're doing similar things, right? But you're directing it towards like, right, yeah. Doing, um, then for the Sometimes you're doing it like middle pathway. Yeah. And then for the um the relationship you're doing opposite Right. Yeah. Uh you're uh, yeah, you're you're not Yeshua Klaw. And let's read his full description though, just to make sure that that's what he's saying. Um, he's not clinging to their ways and he's not drawn after them. He hasn't allowed his soul to sit himself with them at all. Even by way, uh, by way of chance, you know, or by by uh, like incidentally. That was what I was saying, you know, in, in the example, the personal example I gave of like completely avoiding uh, a certain group, knowing that that would have um, a bad effect. You know, um, I think that was this year. Yeah, when I, I think I turned off the recording. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, right. Um, okay, so I'm gonna make one point about this. Oh, I was, I was gonna say just the. Put on my IFS hat. Um, it is interesting that there is going to be a part of you that is chasing after money, you know, and it is interesting thing to, like you said, like to harness that and to make it realize that, like, there is, there, you know, there's obviously lots of different emotions that go into, into the money making, but let's take like one that's easy to, an example that's easy to understand, which is like 
I need this for the good of my family, you know? Uh, and like, if I don't have this, then they're not going to survive, you know? But the thing is, is that that could just be an infinite endeavor. Like once you stop with your family, well, I want to like, I'm going to have grandkids. I'm like, I'm going to great, you know, that could just be an infinite thing. So there's going to be a, a, a process of like working with that part of you to, um, to like acknowledge that it is doing something that is good, but to bring it really under the influence of your, your, you know, mind that can actually assess what money you need to make in order to like serve this. And then once you do that, then like you're outlining that part of you, but the interesting and same thing with the Taiva, you know, but you're not doing that with the Leighton, which is an interesting thing. Yeah. Was it? Is IFS hat a part? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's fully blended. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, let me just go over one what the Moja of is. Um, what he said, he had a kind of a rich description um, in, uh, was it in the previous thing? I mean, I'm not asking for like. No, no, no. Uh, I just want to make sure I have the right understanding here. Okay, yeah. Uh, no, it's, no, maybe it's on this page, the same page. Oh. Yeah. Him anashim pnuyim, free men, uh, meaning free of, of responsibility, really. Like that, you know, they're, they're not responsible. Mitzat, Jesusam, Vesholo, Lassam. They don't have any chachma, knowledge of, 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 of a trade or money to be involved in. They just waste their time. They sit on corners. Speaking about like uh, physical, you know, worldly things with prophet and people, people's details. Like gossiping. They're just talking about people. Yeah. The Moshav Lay team is, they do counterfeit a Moshav. They need to function. So that's another interesting thing. They need to function together. You can't be a one man late. Right. Of this kind. Of this kind. Right. Yeah. The, the mocking people you can be, but uh, like, like if you're that kind of late, you, you know. Yeah, you can be a wine man late. That's true. And I think the wine man late actually does fit more into this category uh, in the sense of, oh, well, not the interpretation we did, but like you, you, you know, just like singing around, like, you know, um, Escapism type thing, you know, through through substance. Yeah. Oh, well, then, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you deal with the, how, how do you deal with the leads? Uh, that's what I'm not sure about. That, that that's that was I was raising as a question. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. Well, let's put it this way: there will be a late part of you that you can deal with just it doesn't involve any indulgence in that actual activity. Whereas the Russia does involve involvement, uh, involvement in money and the Hote does entail involvement in pleasure, you know, like, let's say for example, like, um, this is a, a dumb example in the sense. It's not dumb. It's just like, I understand you can't just like turn the switch on, but, but like, you know, there is a, let's say they have a desire to talk about people, you know, there is a phenomenon in the Rollins category, praiseworthy speech, of talking about the actions of Chachamin mm -hmm. and Sadiqin, you know, and like it, when, you know, it, it satisfies, like, like, just as an example, let's like say, like last night in the Bruce Lee thing, you know, like I get enjoyment talking about like the Chachamin in my life, mm -hmm. you know, and it does satisfy a certain thing of like talking about 
about you know, about people, but it's for the good, you know. Um, and uh, and same thing also, even the escapism, you know, I think is something you can do with Torah. Obviously, you have to do it in a healthy way, but like there's that that speak about Chachamim. But there's the the um, that Rukhain, you know, they say that when in the Halakha Man, I think that when he was uh, facing his death. Then he like learned like the Tugib in like Tahara, you know, or like when the Rav had the the triple Avelis, uh, you know, the year of the triple Avelis, then he uh he said like he was learning with his grandsons uh that like that 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 kept him sane, you know. There is a certain type of like losing yourself in uh in Torah, you know, that can be done in a healthy way, even like the day-to-day average thing where like you are you have like this drudgery at work, you know, unless you got this job where you just have fun all day, you know, um, and, uh, and you, you come home and like you involve yourself in, in what your real life is about, which is learning, you know, there is a certain escapism. And I'm saying that the late team indulge in that escapism through wine or through just like sitting on corners doing nothing or like, you know, uh, like whatever they did back then, you know, like, I think also, Maybe it's, I'm just uh, thinking about the you, they don't build up the world. You know, mm-hmm. I think the way that gamblers were back then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not talking about like professional poker players now. I'm talking about like gamblers. I think that was another type of activity that they did. It's just like idle amusement that just doesn't contribute to anything, you know? Yeah. TV, I'm sure, is an example of that now. Like just, just watching TV. Like, you know, n- not because you, you know, but I guess ooh, there's a social element that that's not really yeah. indulging. But yeah. Watching TV together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good thing God Hashem got rid of movie theaters. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Are we ready for the next topic? Yeah? Okay. And I know we need to fully answer that, but I'm just, I'm just sketching an approach. I think that's like an approach, you know, like there are aspects of it you could satisfy, just not through that activity. Yeah. Okay. So the next topic was Ki'im, it's the same sentence. But only in the Torah of Hashem is his desire, and in his Torah he uh, is uh, he thinks day and night. Okay, uh, so Meiri Kiim b'Torah Hashem Chavto Lilmod Osa Ulihis Atek b'Mitzvot Saha. Okay, so funny now he is talking about Torah because you remember how Meiri said that what the parak was about Mitzvah, right? So he is talking about Torah, and the proof is that Ulihis Atek b'Mitzvot Saha. Right, we're talking the mitzvahs of the Torah, you know. So we are talking about um, his desire to learn and to keep it. He is perpetually involved in its limud. So the hefzo is to learn and do, but then yehege is obviously only to, to think in, you know, because yehege, you can't say it means akin. Yeah. Okay, so we quote the drusha that I quoted last time, and he's going to make a weird argument. They watch this. I don't think I mentioned this in Mishlei on Monday, did I? Did I quote this possibly initially on Monday? No. Okay, good. Betchila nikres Torah Hashem. Ulevatov nikres al Shemal. In the beginning, it's called the Torah of Hashem. Kim Torah Hashem Chavto. And then in the end, it's called by him, by his name. Uvasora so, lowercase h. Okay, it's called his Torah. Yeah. So watch his argument for how. So I said last time that that's just a drasha. And Isaac said, no, you can read it in a way where it makes sense because it's talking about the ish. Meiri doesn't use that reasoning, but he does side with you. Okay, L- listen to his reasoning. Okay, and tell me if this is not wacky. If the word in his Torah went back to refer to the God, right? So if Torah so is referring to Hashem, 
Hayalo Lomar Uvadato, it would have said in his religion. Okay, watch this. According to the principle of you repeat the same idea in different words. Okay, right? Aval, Ahar Sha'amar Uvatoras Hashem, the Chazar Va'amar Uvatorasso, Nira Sha'amar Al Atmo. But once it said Torah Hashem and then it used the same Lashon, it's clear that it's talking about the guy himself. Hmm. Like okay, so let me express it the way Ken, Ken said that he didn't like it, which is if he wanted to say the same thing, he would have used a different word. But the fact that he used the exact same word meant he was trying to say different things. Right. You know? <laughs> and only Kim can express it that way, you know. But like that's like that's that's the problem, you know. And and I think the weird thing about it is we've encountered so obviously, obviously Malvin just walked out, right? Um, because Malvin didn't hold by Kepal uh uh right? But I've only related to the, the principle of uh Kepal Indian Bimilochonos as like for style or poetry, like yeah, it's an it's it's a purely literary thing, just because it gets boring or stylistically like weird if you use it the same way. Here, it's like he's saying he should have adhered to the principle of Kevil uh, and for the sake of clarity. Right. And then by using the same word, he's telling you that he really meant it in a different way. Right. Or or you can just say that the other way that David is trying to you know, negate the Malbin Pavmina yeah. by using the same word. Like, he doesn't want you to, you know, start making the Yugen. Like, ah, right. Oh, yes. Or also, like, right. Is, so is that what he's saying? Because no, that, that's okay, because that's a good argument. Yeah, I'm saying that's the reverse. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's a better argument. Yeah, yeah. What is that? What's the reverse? Oh, the reverse is say that David is trying to just literally, literally the opposite is trying to negate the, like, the Malbin type Pavmina that. You know, if he had said, you know, Toraso Vidato, then someone would come along and go, like, oh, well, Torah is that, and it's really too different. Right. They stopped stop the time to do Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the way I take it is um, imagine if you're like, oh, it's supposed to be like um, part of the design of the is that also the poet. Right, um, right. And that's so, a good premise. Yeah. So if you're if you're saying it in a way that's like, um, like is like worse for the poetry, then there's a specific reason why you're doing mm. that, as mm-hmm. opposed to mm. uh, like, you know, right. Like, like if I'll say you're writing an essay and right. you use the same word several times, right? Either you're, you're writing poorly, right, or it's a rhetorical device. Yeah. 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 And so the fact that he, and so because we know the people in many other terms, the fact that it's using the same word means that there's some other reason why you're doing right. that. Yeah. So this now I feel much more comfortable with it. It still is a bizarre, <laughs> still bizarre thing. I feel like this is not an operational rule. I feel like this is. I feel like if Kazal didn't give that interpretation, then he no one would read it this way. Like you know, and and I feel like Kazal gave it as a drusha. I don't buy that Hazal were actually like reading the puzzle this way. So, but yeah. Um, and then let's just uh, finish reading this this thing. Uh, oh no, we, we finished reading it. Yeah, yeah. In Kain Ye Hapirush. Oh no, in the Torah Hashem Kavto, but only in the Torah Hashem is his desire. Lilmo Ota the Achar Shiyada Shinikris Torah So 
So if he wants to learn Hashem's Torah, and then after he knows it, such that it is called his Torah, then he thinks about it day and night. So let, let's first of all try to understand the Chazal, because he's actually taking the Chazal as the period of the Pachar. Mm-hmm. So what's this idea of the Torah being called by his name after he's learned it? And it's called by Hashem's name first, and then he's learning it by his name. All right. I mean, why would I think of this? That, um, like when you understand something, yeah, you're sort of like, um, like I guess you're creating models, the phenomenon. Yeah. And so what that means is that you're basically like, like taking it into your own psyche and translating it into your own language. Yeah. Sort of. Right. Um, so that's really that's what it means to really understand something. Like yeah. When it's, in, you know, when it's in your own words. Right, when it's been internalized and you're processing through your own way. Yeah, uh, yeah I opened the Bruce Lee quote document just to, because I, I thought, yeah, yeah uh, I thought that that was the direction you were going. I just went. Um, yeah, there's too much here. I'm not going to look at it right now. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what it means when you make it yours, where you are, um, hold on, there's another quote. Not from Bruce Lee. Um, uh, yeah, this is the Richard Mitchell quote uh, from the end of his intro that there's a difference between knowing about something and knowing it, you know? And like when you're knowing about it, it's still outside of yourself, but knowing it means you see the world through those terms or through that concept, or like it's become something that is actually. actually <laughs> Uh, Rabbi Yaakov Trachman once made an offhand remark, like he does, that's just dropping Fakma bombs here and there. That he said, um, uh, that in nature, Fakma Sashem is that which moves matter, okay? And therefore, in the human, if the Fakma is not moving you, then you don't have it. Nice <laughs> poetry. Yeah, well, so I, I, but I agree with him that, I mean, I agree with him from Mishlei, but like mm-hmm. that if the Chachma is not real to you to the point where it's affecting your emotions and your decision making and the way you think, right. then you don't actually have the Chachma. You know, you have, you, you can verbalize it maybe and like you maybe grasp like the formula. You have it like as dry formulaic knowledge, but it's not, you haven't internalized it and I, like making it yours. I thought that's what you were saying in terms of the seeing the world uh, uh, or saying it in your terms. Yeah. Or, it's, it's slightly different. Yeah. yeah. But it's the same idea of like internalizing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I was saying more in terms of just like the quality of the understanding. Uh-huh. So that's like the litmus test of if you can say it over in your own words, then you understand it. Yeah. And I'm going one step further and saying that that it's not just that you say it in your own in your own words, it's that you see the world through it and you you live it and you you right. you know it, it's become your values or your your uh you know your uh it Remove your veils, whatever. I mean, whatever you want to say, it is. Yeah. So is that so what I was saying? That's still knowing about it. Uh, I well, it's. Uh, I guess it's going to come down to what do Chazal mean when they say it's Nikras al Shemo and what makes it Torah so you know. Oh. And yeah, for yeah. that, we might actually have to look at how the Meiri is applying this to the Pshat of the Pasuk because right. yeah, I think that's like Richard Mitchell. Like oh, Richard Mitchell. Yeah, I think that would still be knowing, uh, knowing, okay. knowing about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So now, so now the question is, what did the Miri mean when he said that the shot is he um, first? Wait, 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 go here. 
Oh yeah. Uh, lil modosa. So he desires to learn it. The achar shenikras Torah. So yehegeman ba yoman velayla. The first question is, how can you know the Torah? I mean, I know this like uh, you know, like it's kind of like the same question on the Haggadah. Like you know, filu yodim, filu filu yodim kol Torah kula. You know, but like he is saying, that there's two phases here. There's a phase where you want to learn it, then you know it, and then it becomes Torah. So and then you're yehegeba. I mean, I, I don't know what that means. Like, aren't you yehegeba like while you're learning it? Yeah. Mm. It's not their cup of coffee, is it? No, it's decaf tea. Uh, right, that would be too daring of an experiment. Yes. One thing I think is like interesting about this, maybe I'm just adding to the question, is that um, it seems like, I guess the way that I would have uh, thought about a person learning would be that it's just like a continuous progress. And it kind of sounds like the mirror uh, saying there's like a line. Right. That's a good point. Right. Oh, so maybe then, can we say this? Maybe the yada'a is knowing about it. And then uh, once you know about it, like you have to understand the concept that you're learning, mm-hmm. you know, and then is the process of like thinking into it and internalizing it and making it part of your worldview, which is constant. And that's maybe that's the meaning you're not like, you're not learning. First of all, I, I guess I'm making an assumption here, by the way. I'm making an assumption that he's not talking about the entirety of Torah in one shot. Like, it's not like you are a guy who doesn't know the Torah, and now you know it, and now you're yeah again. I think it means in any particular, like, area of Torah, like, this is how the procedure goes, you know? So you, like, learning to him. So there's, like, understanding what the ideas are. That's the yada'a. And then it becomes, then there's the process of, of, of making it yours by being and, and like reviewing it and talking about it and implementing it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even if that's not what the media is saying, I think it's a good shot for that. <laughs> maybe we could be this next sentence though. I, I, I didn't think that was part of it, but maybe it is. Va'inyan and the idea, that's connecting the two halves, uh, the two took him together, uh, one and two, that he separates from the ways of the world, those three guys, and he makes all of his intent, intent to be involved in Torah, uh, in its generalities, details, secrets, and super secrets. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the Minnesota and Caesar is. Yeah. Secrets that you can steal things. Yeah, that's, that's, that's more accurate. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, are, are we good with that Torah so thing, or are we thinking about it more? Uh, I mean, can you say again what was the knowing about it? What What is that? Yeah, so knowing about it, it involves understanding, like grasping the ideas. Like your mind has to grasp the ideas and be able to articulate it, and like, and you know, and uh, and answer the questions, and explain the patuk, you know, all that stuff. You know, know the halacha, know how it's you know derived, and then once you've done that, and it's in your head. Then you could be Yehege Ba'ayoman Balayla to make it yours, to make it your Torah, you know, by incorporating your life, incorporating into your life and seeing the world through its lenses by constantly reviewing it and by applying it to particular situations and by like, you know, working on yourself to like, like, uh, you know, um, undo the things that are inhibiting you, uh, preventing you from like, you know, making it uh, actionable. That's not. How would that apply to like, like learning? 
becoming halakhic man. Mm-hmm. That's the short answer. Right. The long answer is being halakhic man. <laughs> you know, but I think, uh, well, it's two things. It's being halakhic man, and then whatever you hold is the relationship between the structure of the halakha and the talmud mitzvot. Yeah. That's where it would be. Like, uh-huh. like you know, if you're a Hirsch, right. which is another theory I'm not giving uh, yet, uh, every detail of the halakha will have uh, symbolic or, like, Tom significance. If you are the Rambam, then like, then all it would do, not to minimize this, is it would make the institution of halacha more of a reality to you, and that would anchor you more in the Tom HaMitzvah, which you knew about beforehand. You know, like let's say you know the idea of Maizabrejis, and then you spend 10 years learning Hazel Shabbos, and you don't change your idea of Maizabrejis, you know? So like, what it's going to do experientially is because when you're doing halakos on Shabbos and not doing malachos, then like it is you're in, you're, you're you're interfacing with a, a, a reality of ideas, which then bring to mind like the Tam Hamitzvah and all the ideas associated with that. Whereas if you didn't have that, it becomes like this disconnected thing where like I know this philosophical idea about Shabbos and then like I'm going about my day on Shabbos and there's like not as much of a connection there. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean by halakhic man, I think. Okay. I think. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think when you study halakhic, then you see more the connection between, like, of the, like, of the, like, this particular action that I'm doing, not in terms of, like, symbolic meaning or whatever, mm-hmm. but just, like, how this particular action relates to the system of Javis. Yeah. Relates to the Tom. Yeah, the system becomes more real to you. Uh-huh. And then the Tom is on your mind and 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 like you're immersed you're immersed in it not because it's reflected in the particulars, but because you're in the reality of Shabbos, you know? Right. And like and and uh, and that connects you to the, to the reality of this. I'm trying to give an analogy in a non halakhic area. But I can't. <laughs> Maybe it's like Michelin, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like Michelin thinking like permeates your mind. Yeah. Like you could study a particular process and you right. understand. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to find one. In the non-Torah? The, yeah, that's not in Torah. Yeah, like in a craft. Uh-huh. Um, well, I guess, yeah, like, I guess. <laughs> like you could read the book and like understand all, a lot of the concepts. You don't understand methods of do, going about doing therapy. Yeah. But then like, when you actually do it. Like, well, I'm trying to find an example of something that's like halakha, where oh. where like the details are, are, yeah. I think the pure sentence is a lot like this. <laughs> says, like taking one thing we can't understand and then giving another muscle that we also can't understand. But go ahead, yeah. <laughs> it helps you. <laughs> there's like, um, there's like principles of like good software design and like, um, like ways of thinking about it, but then there's like how you actually like write code, which is not like the same thing. Uh-huh. Like, you, it, like, um, like a lot of, and like, I've spoken to people who said that they like graduated from college with computer science degree, yeah, and like they understand a lot of computer science concepts, but when they want to like do a project, like write code to do something, they yeah. like don't know how to do it, yeah, because, like because. The ideas are like were detached from like. Action. Yeah, that sounds that does sound like a good example. Yeah. You know, I can't relate to it emotionally, but yeah, that sounds like yeah. a good example. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go on to the next topic now. The so pasuk said, 
Uh, look at the other So this guy will, the Haya, each shot of Alpage mine. He will be like a tree planted alongside streams of water, a herpirio yitin be ito, that give forth its fruit in a time by Alehu lo yibul, and its leaf will not wither, but culture yat yatil And everything he does, he will succeed in. Okay. Mi'iri says, Ka'ith chato alpage mayim, rotlom rtsamok lapage mayim, that means next to the streams of water. Kiderach ve alav mate minashe. Okay, vadimayon, next page. Just like a tree that's planted near water, so that its moistness does not cease. In who? So to this guy, his Torah will not be forgotten. We read in the eerie about forgetting Torah earlier this week. I forgot it. Uh, seriously? <laughs> I what? I remember it vaguely. Ah, yeah. Uh, that was the thing about forgetting Torah in 10 years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, I'll leave you one day, yeah. In two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So too in uh, um, uh, sorry, in the past, sorry. Just like the tree that was mentioned will give it fruit in its time. It will not be delayed because of dryness. In who? So to he. He will, he will give people its his fruit in its time. He will uh, pour forth his chachma to another, to other people, after he's perfected himself. That's the end stage of chachma. It overflows. It overflows, just like... Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the fruit. So let's, let's go here. So Pagimaim, he never said what it was, but I assume it's Torah, uh-huh. right? He's mm-hmm. planning to tell next to Torah so he doesn't forget it. Yeah. What does Shuffle mean planted? Say again? What does Shuffle mean planted? Uh, yeah, I thought it was planted. Um, and giving its fruit in its time is teaching. And its time means that he'll reach the culmination of his learning to the point where he'll, he'll bestow it to others. Um, Okay. The first step of Chachma is silence. Wait. But we were... Oh, yeah, okay. That's the next thing in Yes, yeah, I know, yeah. I also thought that we learned this. Yeah. Um, he doesn't say that phrase, though. He just talked about Shtika. Right. Uh, he says, I think. Oh, yeah? I don't think he says, This is the first time I've seen that. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then the way says, is it something different than the other Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Uh, he should be silent and listen. Okay, so that's the first stage. Vachinius, um, that's a Bruce Lee thing. Uh, do I have it? Hold on. Hold on. Um, I can find it. Internet will find it for me. Bruce Lee teacup. No, I don't want Bruce Lee teacups. <laughs> um, yeah, teacup quote. Yeah. Oh, see, it's just going to quote the one story. It has to be the story because the teacup teacup one is the one that I oh here we go that I quoted yesterday. And that's the most famous one. Okay, so a learned man uh, once went to visit a Zen teacher to inquire about Zen. As the Zen teacher 
talked, the learned man frequently interrupted to express his own opinion about this or that. Finally, uh, the Zen teacher stopped talking and began to serve tea to the learned man. He poured the cup full and then kept pouring until the cup overflowed. Stop, said the learned man. The cup is full. No more can be poured in. Like this cup, you are full of your own opinions, replied the Zen teacher. If you do not first empty your cup, how can you taste of my cup? You know, so that that's the uh, that's the shtika thing that the is talking about here is you you can't if you're in the presence of a chacham, then and you're just like you can't hear him over your own ideas. Mm. You know, you have to have shtika to be receptive to what he's saying. Now that I don't think means literally you don't talk at all because that means you're not asking questions and then yeah. that's bad. You know, but it means that you you can't be like voicing your own uh, ideas on, uh, on onto that. Time to stop and tell another anecdote. All right. Um, so that's the uh, that's the first step. Second step, Vashini's Havana. Second step is understanding. Okay, you didn't you didn't you didn't bite. Um, uh, Russ Lummer, because there's a different like conjugation. Yeah. She is boning. She is boning by my He should understand it from himself. Vashlishi um, hiduda sharpening. Varavi'is yuma, fulfilling. Uh, these are lists of how to get Chachma, I oh. guess, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 we should figure this out. Sharpening, then fourth one is fulfilling. Or I don't know if yuma means fulfilling or preserving. Vachamiti limuda. What? Learning comes later? Vazehu hashpalah. Oh, teaching, teaching, okay. Teaching to others. Oh, that was the whole point he started with. Yeah, she He should clarify for them their doubts at a time when they need it. So that he they want he right not right. So he won't need to seek um, waiting and understanding the matter. I think he means like in the process of teaching them, he's resolving his own doubt and then making it better, making it more efficient to teach people in a clear way, mm. like constant refinement. You know, mm. can we try to understand a little bit of this? Yes, I'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, first. <laughs> <laughs> Clever, clever. Where'd you gotta be quiet? Uh, Looks like I was looking at you through a glass, like, yeah. like you muted yourself. Yeah, I'm on Zoom. Second is understanding by yourself. Third one is sharpening. Mm -hmm. I, these are so vague. Is this from Mivkar Paninim also? Yes. Start with Mivkar Paninim. That's the collection of Arabic and Hebrew proverbs uh, that are like ethical proverbs. Huh. Um, and uh, Torah, Torah ethical proverbs or like some Torah, some ethical, some you know. No, 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 no. Is, is it from? It's from Kachme uh, Torah. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know the who the other was the Bal Mithar Pinim. I think I think I think that's what it is. Uh, I don't care who the author is. But I think that's what they call him. Hmm? What is his birth name? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a guy I read a book? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Mishnah Brewer, that was his actual name, so he just had to write it. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I, I don't know what these things mean. <laughs> I feel like the one that I have really no idea about is uh, Kiyuma. Yeah. Like if yeah. you already, you know, understood it and sharpened it, whatever yeah. exactly that means, then what what else do you have to I do? I do think the Kiyuma must mean preservation. It must mean like making sure you don't forget it. Fiduda. Sharpening. Oh, that's right. Yeah. For the second one, is I think this is, it doesn't sound like he's talking about um, generating Tabuna. It sounds like he's about the process of like receiving Kahla. Yeah, like comprehending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to make an executive decision. Let's finish reading the commentary on the whole puzzle just so we get the puzzle, and then we can always like think about these. Like five steps. We can remember that if we review it. Um, so his leaf will not wither. Some explain So it means it won't fall. The leaves won't fall. Uh, that even um, uh, even the leaf will be preserved because of the abundant moisture that it's getting from the water. So I'm learning it to mean uh, wearing out and rotting. Um, it won't rot. Milachan bala bisari ori. Klomar shalva pi shehalehus lifamim sibas harikavan habilui. Even though uh, moisture is sometimes the cause of rotting and wearing out, lo yiyakain bazet. It won't be like that here. Because the water is close to it in a way that will benefit it. And it will not harm it. Meaning, like, everyone had arabos that get all multi, right, with the water, you know? So water can cause it to rot, but not when it's being sustained by the water. If it's if, if it's a live plant, then there's moisture on it. It's not going to make the live plant rot. Um, if he's con- constant in Torah, gufo, uh, Oh, ushar inyanav hatrichim lo mikalkalim b'kach. Wow. Okay. Now, now he just he goes to Marshall. His bodily needs, which are compared to the leaf, and his other affairs that he needs, will not be harmed by it. So, in other words, don't think that the Torah that you're doing is going to harm your physical body or needs. It's going to enhance it. It's going to be like sustaining it. And that makes a lot of sense, I think, because since you're in the framework of Torah. And and Torah is guiding you in how to relate to these things properly. Then you're not going to be harmed by these uh, by these things. And they're not going to go bad. It doesn't mean it's going to be immune to like external harm. Like I mean, you could learn Tashkaf or something like that. But you know, I, I think claim shot is you're not going to be harmed like uh, in your perfection by it. Yeah, the reason it doesn't harm you is not like it's because you the Torah is affecting you. And that's what I'm saying because of the muscle of the leaf. That because the leaf the leaf that is on a living tree that's being sustained by water doesn't rot. Mm-hmm. Only the tree that's disconnected from the water rots when it has water in it. Yeah. It is a cool muscle though of like the wa- water can rot the, uh, the the leaf or it can... Uh, what do you think if you keep the, the plant alive? If you keep the plants alive through water, then the water outside... Is going to do good for it. Is going to do good for it. But yeah. if the plant dies, meaning what is that? If you stop... If you stop it, learning then the water will, well, I guess that's not knowledge then. Yeah, then what's the water that's harming it? Oh, well, so then it's the normal cause of it. Oh, then he's saying it's rotting, though. He's not saying it's drying. And you can see, like, if it's like dead, then you like immerse it in water. But what's the nimtel, though? Yeah. Yeah, so if you, if let's say you're, um, 
you lay your um, relationship with Hachmadai and then you um, try to like fully immerse yourself in it. I realize I introduced the thing of death um, because I was looking for an example of when it does rot the leaf. Oh. Uh, but he didn't say that. Uh-huh. So there's no okay. death in his mind. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say something that made a little worse. Yeah. That I think that, you know, sometimes when you like when you get like um, like give a plant water, sometimes you'll overwater it and mm-hmm. then it'll die. Yeah. But saying the, the point it's making here is that it's it's immersed in water in a way that's good for it. Yeah, okay, that, that, that I think that's a more What's the what? What is the water? The water Torah. Yeah. And if you have too much Torah, then you'll Well, they, no, it's saying sometimes, like, there's Havamina with a plant. Yeah. That depends, it depends on the plant, oh. you know, it, like whether this is a true analogy or not, but the, this is saying it is an analogy like this, where some, some plants, if you immerse them in water, um, then they'll just die because they get too much water. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get like, how comfortable with the leaves will wither. Yeah. You're saying, like, you might think that that's going to happen, but saying no, it's, you're not, not going to wither. I see. Yeah. I see. You Can I ask a methodological question about that? Yeah. Um, could you say, like, or do you need to, do you need to explain this, this thing in terms of the nimshal, or could you say he's just clarifying the muscle? Like, uh, I, I, so I think you don't need to say, uh, I mean, you're asking learning the pasas, not learning the miri. Oh, I was asking, like, in terms of the miri, the fact that he's saying, oh. like, uh, well, I guess he's saying because, you know, the water, right, this, like, water could cause rot, but we're talking about water that's beneficial. Like, to me, that read as, he's telling you what the pasuk means. Yeah. As opposed to what? Uh, as opposed uh, to adding to the mushal in a way that has it. its own part of the nimshal. Yeah. Uh, so why did we, what did he explain? He's ex- is that expanding the moment? Yeah. I mean, I think he is addressing this Havamina, right? Cause the public is giving you a Havamina saying belief will not rot. So why would you think it would rot? Because, and especially given the Nimshal of the, the water's Torah. And that's where what Isaac saying comes in that, that, that does happen in trees, but it won't happen here because of the nature of Torah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's just finish reading up until the next Dibra Mahfil and then uh, and then and then stop for tonight. Of all um Vagam So because he's clinging to this and also not letting go of this. Meaning he's clinging to the Torah and he's also uh making his livelihood. Yeah, what? It is, yeah. Just learned that in that class. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That was in the parak I quoted uh uh when was it this morning when I said that youth is a uh, futile. Oh, yeah. The same possible, yeah. Nice. Uh or same parak. Of all chapter eleven, because sometimes he'll, he'll reach forth his hand and take it uh, according to what he needs. All according to the way we explained uh, by the public olive. Yeah. Okay. So we will have to stop here for now, and because I need my five minute break, uh, and uh, and uh, and pick up Lee Netter on Tuesday. Okay. Um, I am going to just. Stop the recording. Oh, and then turn off the video for a little while.
If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening, thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.